Welcome to Capability Amplifier, the show for business owners and entrepreneurs who want high-performance upgrades for their brains, bodies, and bank accounts. Hi, this is Mike Koenigs, and welcome to another episode of Capability Amplifier. I am here today with my biggest capability amplifier, my wife of 19 years, Vivian Glick. Hello. Hi. So excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. So I'm going to frame this a little bit for everyone here just to give you a little sense of what's going on. Vivian and I are celebrating our 19th wedding anniversary. Wow. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations to you. Yeah. And And uh, we're still alive. We are. We are. We've made it this far without either killing each other or being killed, but um, (laughs) that's supposed to be funny. But we are in Idlewild in the mountains right now celebrating this amazing time, and we really have had a great time. Yeah. It's just been so beautiful to get out in nature and just feel normal again. Yes. And within that context, just to frame this for you a little bit. Here's the weirdness. So this is right in the, I hope, the tail end of COVID. Our son just finished and graduated high school in the middle of COVID. Absolutely strange. We decided to do this episode for you because we wanted you to experience what it's like to live with us and go through some coaching because we're both in an interesting state of new reinvention and transformation, as I suspect you are too all the virtualization, digitization, dematerialization that's been going on. But with Vivian specifically, she's at a really fascinating turning point in her life and career. And we're going to go through that today. And the, oh, by the way, that again, just to put all of this in perspective, because Zach is just finished high school, it's been a weird year for him to say the least. No graduation. In the middle of COVID, this past week, I would say I had my first real conflict with him, and it was a values conflict. I, think I mean, it was a, a, a confrontation. confrontation. It was a full-on confrontation, <laughs> and I had to get really, really firm to establish whose house this is and what behaviors are acceptable in our home. And that was a big deal for us because it, he's been a great kid overall. Yeah, and we just have such a peaceful, quiet home for the most part. We do. He's not a our lot only. of drama. <laughs> no, no. And he's not a drama kid either. However, it entered in. So there was that going on. And the other part of this is Vivian has run a nonprofit philanthropic organization now for about 15 years. This is the 15th year anniversary. 14. Right? 14. It's called the Just Like My Child Foundation. And just Maybe what you could do is just give everyone a little perspective on what it is, and let's do the little commercial of what Just Like My Child is all about and what the great opportunity is for you. Sure. So Just Like My Child Foundation was really founded after the birth of Zach, and I had two subsequent miscarriages after he was born, and I just was so passionate about the potential of children that I thought, wow, how can it be that so much is going on in the world where children who are just like my child, whether they live or die is determined by where they're born. And so I just sort of lifted the lid off of international development. One thing led to the other. I ended up in Uganda, East Africa. And as I often tell the story, the very first night that I was there, I watched a 14-year-old girl die in childbirth at this hospital we were staying at. And she left behind a very vulnerable infant baby girl. And in the care of the baby's grandmother, who also was ignorant, vulnerable, uneducated, and didn't have the means to manage the girl. And so fast forward, we did a lot of work, built hospitals, schools, etc., and very quickly realized that nothing would change unless we interceded in the life of an adolescent girl before she fell off track, before she was forced into child marriage, like this baby's mother was. And as we did our international development research, realized that there are 100 million girls like this teenage girl who was forced out of school, forced into early child marriage, died in childbirth, and so many girls are at risk, and yet they are the incredible potential for change and transformation on the planet, from the environment to population control to food security. And so we created a program called Girl Power Project, which we now have reams and reams and reams of data on, 
that is proving to change the belief system that girls have about themselves and enabling them to get the community support to stay in school, etc. And it's just basically an empowerment training program that takes place over two year period of time. And we have been able to reach well over 20,000 kids and 200,000 community members. It has definitely saved lives. I mean, the work of Just Like My Child has saved thousands and thousands of lives. But really, what we're focused on now is how to take this work and go global with it, to really scale it in a way that has massive legacy and impact and transformation. And really, let's face it, if more women were involved in leadership and in charge, what we're seeing now and the way that this pandemic and worldwide health issue is going down, it would be very, very different. Right. And just to, again, maybe add a little more credibility here, if there wasn't enough already, you've been recognized by Clinton Global Initiative, Initiative the Obama's Let Girls Learn programs, went to the White House several times. One of your directors has been going to Oxford, so now there's Oxford recognition and support and also about to be published by Texas A&M University, which is not a... I know it's deeply funded by the Bush family. So well, it's, it's it across wasn't? the board. It, it they was. have a Bush school, but okay. yeah. The point I'm trying to say is this is not a political organization that Vivian has. It bridges many cultures. Also recently started doing work in South Dakota with Native American girls and in India. So it is now ready to be truly international. And all of this content can be rolled out to the United States as well, because that's one of the big things that people would always say, why aren't you doing stuff in the United States? But what I really want to get to is you're at a crossroads. Right. Because for so long, you, we together, your organization has been raising money from individuals, millions of dollars through every means possible, dinners and galas and events. And for example, Dan and Babs have been big supporters of yours. Many, many people, celebrities have gotten involved. But the crossroads is here. So what's the crossroads and what are you dealing with internally right now? Your inner conflict, your inner challenge that you see and the big opportunity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with about two years ago, I started to see that the way that we were delivering the content was slow and methodical and expensive to keep going and to keep raising money for. And so anybody who's created a nonprofit at some point looks at legacy and sustainability. And I will say from the bottom of my heart, when my brain tripped over Girl Power Project as a possibility for transformation, I knew right then and there, this had to be global. Yep. So the way that we created it was as something that was a replicable curriculum and could go from country to country to country. And then we came to the crossroads where we had the data and the knowledge to know that it worked. But now how do we do it? And at the same time, without a doubt, I was burned out from that fundraising model. There was nothing that I wanted more than to stop asking my friends for money. And I think that this is a very across the board thing. And I feel as though what we've created is something that global philanthropists can invest in to create a worldwide legacy and transformation. And that's really the crossroads of where we're at. And I will tell you that it was a big dream of mine to start working in the United States. And we had this great opportunity to start working with the Native Indigenous women in South Dakota, where the murdered, missing rates are 10 times what they are for any normal American. And just what's happening under our eyes with such incredible culture and heritage, and it's just being thrown to the side and girls are so vulnerable, we started to have this opportunity. And I realized that going door to door with this work was going to take forever. Yeah. And so it popped in my mind what if we took it virtual? What if we created basically Sesame Street TV for girls or Netflix for girls, Girl Power TV, and through a web-based app and a mobile app and possibly streaming content? And this idea just exploded in my head. And it's hard. It's really hard to put into a package and to communicate. And 
I am sure that this is going to happen. Right. And also just to go back a little bit to the challenges as a couple, for example. So I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've been through many, many reinventions. You've got this going on. Our patterns for years, our struggles as a couple were I'd be going through a massive growth surge or a decline, you know, the entrepreneurial roller coaster. And at the same time, for Vivian, she would be going through a challenge where it'd be like fundraising time. So it's like four months. I wouldn't see much of her. She'd be very, very consumed. And we're alternating. And it's tough. It's very, very hard as a couple to go through that. And watching you go through this struggle, and also we both have found we've figured out a way to advise and coach each other without damaging our relationship, in fact, enhancing it. But it's required a lot of maturity on both of our parts to be coachable and be able to create a container where we'd be in coaching time and advisory time, and then we'd be couple time. So this is the consultative part of the show. I'd like to begin with one of my favorite questions, which is how can I make this experience for you an 11 on a scale of one to 10? What's your biggest takeaway? What would you love? From the offering of a consultation? Yes. So our goal here is to help guide you through this evolutionary state. You've got a great opportunity in front of you to revolutionize Girl Power, the Girl Power Project, and create and transform this Girl Power TV, Mm -hmm. the app. And again, maybe just to build on top of that to give the big perspective You've called it a cross between like Sesame Street meets Netflix. So meets Peloton and Peloton, not because of the workout component of it, but if you've been on a Peloton, you start to see its community building. There are classes, unbelievable instructors available at any time of the day, anywhere when you want to access this information. And there's always a community there that's accompanying you and kind of cheering you on. And now if you could imagine that for adolescent girls and teachers of adolescent girls, whether they're in the developed world or the developing world and the lines are all blurring of what those are now anyway, that's really Sesame Street fun, entertaining, edutainment for girls in a way that they can access the information and create community and be visible. Right, right. So I'm going to add my own mic spice to this, my interpretation of what I think would be awesome. So you talked about Peloton, which means there would be scoring or ways of getting awards or points, recognition, or there'd be awards and levels. Also, because like Peloton, for example, there are instructors from all over the world. So you got an English or an Australian instructor. They time the classes both live and recorded. So there are different people teaching in different styles. So you've got different colors, clearly different interests. You've got country, you've got rock and roll, and you can participate in longer term structures. So imagine having this app where Girls could connect and communicate. There'd be a curriculum that could be delivered one-on-one or group style, but participatory. You'd get awards or points for sharing the app and introducing more to it. And then maybe you would get to a point where you could be certified from within the app and be an instructor or a teacher and craft content as well. Right. That might be cross-cultural. There's a certification and licensing component that is really at the heart of what we're trying to do is teach other people how to teach this programming that is transformational. Great. So that's one of the outcomes. So this is a big project and you had recently had a big meeting and I'm going to get back to you answering the question in a moment, but I thought just filling in the (laughs) the gaps would be important. So you had, for example, a, a mutual friend, Sherry Salata, who is on a steering conversation recently and her background she spent 19 years working for oprah in the own network she produced She's executive producer and then she went on to really build out the own network as well yep and also had a silicon valley connection that could bring relationships i'm gonna get this little skeeter to financial connections i don't know how Through another detail. avenue yes yeah. yep the bottom line here is you're at a place where you could have access to some major donors Mm -hmm. and major investors in this Mm -hmm. project. There's this big vision. We have relationships that could execute and build it. In other words, we have the who's to solve the how's. 
at least we've got relationships that could lead to that. Right. I've got some, you've got some Definitely. that are piling up. So let's get back to making this conversation an 11 on a scale, one to 10. What would you like to walk away with? And what is the moving forward challenge that you have to pushing this project forward and making it a reality, truly manifesting it? Yeah, that's a really good question. I would say all of the bells and whistles are there, but ultimately what I need is courage. Mm -hmm. You know, it's such a big vision for me that it's on the edge of, am I crazy or not? Mm -hmm. You know, it's sort of like the Wright brothers with the airplane and, you know, or Thomas Edison with the light bulb or the phone or whatever. I'm like, I see it. Mm -hmm. I can totally see it. But there's part of me that when I get questioned about the breadth of it or what exactly is it? So part of it is courage. But I think part of that courage comes from really being able to simply articulate mm-hmm. what phase one is, phase two, phase three, and then to not go broader, but to get really clear. So there are buckets. And then to really, I mean, along with the courage, I always do so well just having like, like a backup singer, mm-hmm. you know, with me to help me pitch because yeah. these pitches to these potential donors are, they're big and you yeah. don't want to mess them up mm-hmm. and you want to be real yep, and inspire people. Right. And I'm going to fill in a couple of gaps here as well. So when I hear courage, I always go to the key to experiencing and having courage is having clarity first. So you need clarity of vision. The second part is really understanding who your target audience is Mm -hmm. and having a really simple, elegant message to share. Pitch, yeah. uh, Exactly. And so my favorite story about a pitch that I have in my head is always to have someone approach you saying, I've been looking for someone just like you. I already know I want to work with you. How do we start working together? So in order to accelerate and amplify and create this courage inside of you is being able to really understand who your audience is and feel as though you can have a conversation with that individual like you're sitting down with an old friend or better than that, they approach you. So let's imagine for a moment that we can craft a message and a mini pitch that can go to this ideal person by way of a referral. That's the key. So having someone say, you've got to check out this incredible concept by my friend Vivian Glick. She's been running this organization, and I think a partnership between the two of you would create an unbelievable legacy for who you are. So let's talk a little bit about the who that you want to present. Sure. And then... Let me ask one other question. I want to stack the Dan Sullivan question on here for people who are not familiar with that, people who are, which is imagine that you and I return back to this very place one year from today. What needs to have happened over that year for you to feel satisfied, happy, in fact, ecstatic with your progress? Mm. What occurred? Well, first of all, it would be very much... A family thing. So first of all, that Zach is in school, he's doing well, that these bumpy roads of adolescence start to smooth out and he's feeling supported. That's in a year. I'm just messing with you. Keep going. Yeah, that's great. Well, it better be in <laughs> <Yeah>. a year. <laughs> and the then- beating shall continue until the attitude changes. <laughs> right. And then I think just in terms of my health and well-being to just continue to build my own internal strength and well-being and sense of longevity. And I think from there, everything else comes. So with regards to this girl power TV concept, 
you know, who I want to be in that matter is the person who helped release this to the world. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the one who is the doing all of the time. So I want to have specifically, I want to have hired the world's most preeminent child entertainment education experts, people who really know how to create a platform, whether it's subscription-based or streaming-based, to start getting this message out to the world, Mm -hmm. to have hired the best licensing and certification online support experts who are passionate about enabling, really, women all over the world to teach girls about their own personal power. So that goes back to having the who's to make the dream come true. Right. And that comes down to a secondary message, which is being able to communicate this big vision in a way that they feel elevated hearing it and super excited thinking about having an opportunity to play with it. Right. Not to mention having the money, the, the right person. Oh, wait, person. let Go me ahead. just say. Yeah. In a year from now, we will have raised $25 million for this concept, and there will be millions each year to reinvest, and we will have partnered with a philanthropic investor who is ready to take this institutionally you know, into their organization. Great. So I'm going to just repeat a few things that I hear, because my man brain immediately was like, well, I wouldn't have gone there right away. You went straight to family first. Even though I was asking a question, my brain was like, ah, we're already in business. We established this family. So it was great that you went back to that. So it was about Zach and then your own health and well-being. Where the hell were we in that thing? But that's okay. I'm messing with you here. We're great. Yeah, we're doing fine. And then on to the big vision, which immediately went to the who, which is being able to work with world-renowned experts and being able to attract them and retain them, which implies all this stuff. And then we got to the number, the 25 million. So I think my interpretation of what I want to support you with here is crafting the message. So we've got message one, message two, and that comes down to the right fit investor and then the right fit who's that would be incredible. And even having those defined and know who they are, shoot for the moon, swing for the fences. Imagine having a top five or 10 list of who you'd want to have representing that side of this, you know, some celebrity entertainers or some incredible well-known people who could contribute to this that you'd bring to that investor. So they'd be attracted to the team just as much. That's going to bring that money that much faster. Mm -hmm. And this really leads us to Another really important Dan Sullivan question, which is, who do you want to be a hero to? And we do have a couple of who's. So let's just talk about that ideal investor. What are the values and qualities of that individual you want to attract with this message? Who would be your perfect investor in this project? Because we may have some listeners and viewers of our show who are interested, not to mention the fact that There is a ASIM in the hole here. There is a specific audience you have in mind. I don't know how much you're capable or willing or able to talk about the types of individuals you've got connections with right now. Well, they are my avatar. So I've had this incredible opportunity to meet somebody. Actually, I was having all of this tumult inside of me about wanting to pivot and really knew that I needed some help. So I signed up for a Mary Morrissey event, Dream Builder, because I really knew I needed to change the focus of my dream and figure out how to get there or I was going to keep doing the same thing I was doing. It was like Groundhog Day. And there, which I think is just a great message to people and to listeners to, you know, follow that thing that's calling you. Because going there, I met an incredible network. And I met a woman who is basically said to me, Vivian, what you're looking for in terms of money, that's already sitting there. You know, there are billionaires out there who've had to put their money aside in order to get tax benefits who are interested in doing philanthropic which are trusts, which They're, are trusts. What are these things called? Just so folks are familiar with what these things are. Well, there are different kinds of trust. 
depending on who you are, you could be putting your money into a donor advised fund. So basically, if you're, let's say the Rockefellers, because they're not current, let's Mm -hmm. say what modern day Rockefellers, just imagine Silicon Valley, Sand Hill Road. Let's just imagine something like that. There's lots and lots of San Francisco billionaires who have set aside money and there are all these charitable trusts or donor advised trusts. Donor advised funds. Funds. They set aside the money in order to get a tax deduction. That money is sitting in account. Right. And they have to give it away. Right. So they have a high quality problem. And you have a high quality problem that would be a perfect investment. So continue on. Right. But really, my avatar is, let's say, the modern day Rockefeller's trusted advisor. So it's not even the pitch to them, but it's like you were saying, you know, I know somebody whom you should talk to and you should invest in. So we have to get to the gatekeeper first. So that's really message one or one of them. So that's going to be the trusted advisor that manages the money fund or advises these extraordinarily wealthy individuals. Right. Okay. So that's tier one. Tier two is the individual, which is knowing who they are and being able to craft that message. Or the family. It could be the family. Right. Yeah. One of my, I hate to call it a strategy because it seems so freaking contrived, but you've known me a long time. When we're at a big party and there's the grand poobah there I always go meet the wife. I want to spend time with the wife because I'll get to know that individual and they're usually sitting off to the side or the spouse because sometimes it's, it's the woman who's the big poobah. But it would be like, make this attractive to the spouse of the money holder because they might be the fence keeper, the value setter in the, just like in our relationship. You know, if someone spends their time getting to know you because you have a nose for who's filled with the shenanigans and who isn't. And you'll come and say, I really think you ought to meet so-and-so. They came and spoke with me while you were busy talking to blah, blah, blah. And it's a great connector. So I went off on a tangent to illustrate Hasn't a point. anybody like tried to get to me through you? Yes, they have. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, thank you, honey. So we've got, again, gatekeeper, the donor, and then talent. And then the big message ultimately will be, how do you craft the commercial describing girl power to, it's sort of like imagine a TikTok commercial or a Facebook commercial to the user. It's got to be entertaining and educational. So it's gameplay, it's TikTok, it's Netflix, it's Sesame Street, as you say, and it's being popular. It's appealing to our basic needs, our basic desires that are always there. Yeah. Okay. So, any reflection back on what I just blathered on about? I mean, I think it's stating the direction that we need to go in. I think what I would really value, you know, getting out of this conversation in addition to the courage is the clarity is really the pitch. Because sometimes Mm -hmm. when I talk about it, it just feels like me talking about it, all those insecurities we carry through the years about, you know, are we articulating this correctly? But when somebody repeats it yeah, in a way that distills the conversation and the message, like you do that, and mm-hmm. Sherry Salata has done that. I mean, she just was like, oh, you mean so that you create something that any girl can access anywhere on the planet with the touch of a button in order to transform her life? And I'm like, yeah, that. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to play Let's Pretend. Normally, I'd be sketching this out and writing it down. So I'm going to have to just, I'm going to call it freeballing it. I'm going to freeball it with you right now. For you naughty boys at home, that's when you don't wear underwear with your shorts. No, um, I but thought, it's also well, it's commando. Isn't commando. It? It's yeah. another way of describing it. But it's also the way I start working on a pitch because to articulate this, we'll play let's pretend together. So let's pretend that the who we want to attract will be the gatekeeper initially. That's the first step. And you've already had a conversation with a gatekeeper. Well, the truth is that I can talk to the gatekeeper next week. So what do I tell them? I have keynotes made. I have presentations made. To me, they feel like they're a little long and Mm -hmm. clunky, but you always want to tell your whole story. So let's just cut to the chase. I can talk to the gatekeeper of major, major family trusts within the next week. Great. 
So the first thing is what we've got to do is come up with a minimum viable product, MVP. This would be the minimum viable message. Pitch. Then, yeah, or pitch. MVP, that'll be another, yeah, minimum viable pitch. It's fine. Oh, look at that hawk. Big hawk oh, just flew wow. by. Wow, what a great day this is. Wow. So beautiful. Wow. So nice to be out here with you. It's just really great. pretty. It's too bad we can't turn the camera around. So. Yes. Okay. Well, who knows? We've got B-roll. We'll put it on social for you. So here would be the key things is we have to have the fewest number of words, shortest period of time. So imagine for a moment being able to have. Well, I think I was, I'd have I was 20 like, minutes. You do, but you want to do it in little mini chunks. I always say, make a message that's easy to share and refer. And anytime I communicate with someone, here's what I go through. My mental image is, first of all, I want to speak to that individual and appeal to them. And then... I want to think about who they need permission from or who is the next stage in the decision-making process, unless that person I'm talking to is, in fact, the check writer. So, for example, when I was doing an enrollment conversation not long ago for my own consultative work, I spoke to the check writer. So he's a very successful, wealthy financial advisor that came to me via a referral. Let's just call him Skip, okay? I went through a whole process very similar to this, and I helped him imagine what life might be like through his great reinvention. So he has some very unique knowledge that's ultra valuable to the financial industry. He's leveraging just one-on-one -on -one right now. And what I said is, that is a certification course, it's a product, it's IP, that doesn't have to be specific towards a specific organization. And you could build a platform based on that and earn by certifying people to use and leverage and teach this thing to make a lot more of, to multiply you. That's what would be valuable to a big organization. So what do we need to do that? So we crafted, you know, like what the executable would look like. And we really got down to who the audience is, blah, blah, blah. So then we went through and I said, well, this is what your investment would be. And it's a substantial investment. It's a quarter million to get this thing built out. And I said, so what would prevent you from saying yes right now? Is there anything else? And he says, what's well, my wife? She's cynical. She doesn't imagine like I do. She's the fact finder. I'm the quick start in the Colby. You're more of a fact finder than I am, for example, but even though you're a high quick start as well. So what I did is I had him describe his wife. So he said, well, she's going to want to know right away, what's it cost? What's the bottom line? What's the deliverable? How long is it going to take? And then blah, 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 a bunch of other things. So I just took the notes and I made a message that was to him first summarizing everything we had discussed. And then I made a message, a video just for her. And the way I opened it, as I said, let's say Skip's wife's name is Vicky. Okay. So I said, hi, Vicky. My name's Mike Koenigs. I just spent talking to your husband, Skip about this great new vision of him. And he told me that you're very similar to my wife, high fact finder, bottom line kind of person who just wants to know, first of all, how much, how long, and is this person credible in the first place? Can I add something? Go for it. She wants to protect her husband. Precisely, exactly. And he's a guy who will make decisions sometimes that might not be in the best interest of them or it'll be halfway or whatever without asking her yeah maybe that's happened before yes it in fact has so you're very very good at this anyway i went through step by step i answered the questions in the order of priority and importance to her based on her personality type and their past which would elevate him create greater trust and for her to go this guy gets it right so that was a separate video that he would share with her. So what's important is never rely on the person you're communicating with to be able to communicate your story successfully downstream. That's why I always make little videos. I do them with my phone and you've seen me doing it millions of times. It's like, hi, so-and-so, this is Vivian. And what I wanna share with you today is blah, blah, blah. So imagine for a moment speaking to this gatekeeper about the vision in a way that can be shared with the big donor and the family. So now we have a who that you wanna be a hero to, and each message is separately crafted based upon their values, their decision-making process. And of course, it's important to gather data. So my big aha out of this is mm -hmm. because, and I'm sure this is true for a lot of people, 
who have put their dream and vision on hold for the last couple of months as the world stopped, which is kind of what happened to me. I was we'll gone. called a mock apocalypse. Mock apocalypse. <laughs> But I'm actually, you know, and I think so many people have come to this place where they're just always looking to gratitude for this moment because Mm -hmm. it's what's keeping us sane. And I'm remarkably grateful that I've had two months to really pull this pitch together. And it's a great pitch. It's just as you say, it's too many details, too many words, it's too long, which means you're trying to communicate with too many audiences at once. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something for everyone. So maybe what needs to happen then is, I mean, my aha in this, because this is coming up, my next step is to really re-engage that trusted advisor to get back on the phone with me and say, hey, I'm testing the waters. Is this a time to start having the conversation again? Here's who we've brought on board to help us with this. We're putting a pitch together, but maybe it would be beneficial to have a conversation before we craft the next message. Right. And just imagine rather than right now, trying to just like, what is it when you shoot shotgun? Shoot your load too no, fast. No, 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 not that. Not that. Okay. When you shotgunning, shotgunning, everything goes all over the place. Sorry, mom. Okay, yes. My mom wouldn't even care anymore. I'm mom. I know. I'm a mom. Uh Uh-huh. You are. You are a mom. But that's not all. That you are. You're so much more, and you're unbelievably, delectably beautiful and (laughs) delicious. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's true. So what I would throw out is if we were to brainstorm right now, so some of the things are, first of all, we want to make him look good. And it's sort of like, imagine him bringing this great vision to these donors and say, I've got something super unique. And I know what you want to do is say, I like opening up with some stats that are irrefutable. So imagine a stat, an irrefutable, I know the conflict buttons are going to fly up here. But for example, I like to draw from H Harvard Business Review, some well-acknowledged data-driven organizations that are nonpartisan According to the da da da, over 100 million girls are blah, blah, blah every year. And then something about what's going to happen if something isn't done about it. So fact, disaster. But there's an organization, they've been around 15 years, recognized by the Clinton Global Initiative, part of the Obama's Let Girls Learn. Of course, that'll activate some political activators for someone who's highly conservative. So then you, what you want to do well, is- I have the Bush School of Government in there. There you too. go. You drop that and then you drop in an Oxford quote and then published in Texas A&M and has data proving they've saved over 20,000 girls, Uganda, South Dakota, India, ready to go global. And it is like Netflix meets Sesame Street meets Peloton. What does that mean? Boom, boom, boom. Okay. So that could be communicated inside of two minutes. Okay. Stats. Ba, 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 ba. So that would be the little video for the advisor. This is right. I mm-hmm. just want to get back on the phone with him. Right. So, yeah. What I would do if it were me is I'd go through your connection, M, who is the relationship, and see if she can arrange the conversation without you having to lift because a referral is always better. Oh, we're unless you've got a all, yeah, we're already right? doing that. Good. So. And then I do a fact finder, which is what do you need from me to present and put in front of the family? You know, like so that what would be in the up. two minute video. So here's the structure of the video. It could be four minutes total, but it's the stats, the data, the big vision, followed by the here's why I'd like to connect with you, something super direct. And you could say, here's what I have available to you. I may or may not mention the numbers. I'd ask the advisor, the trusted advisor about that. So then what I do is for the meeting with the advisor, because you've got your big presentation, just go through with him and say, what I'd love to know from you is which of this information would be important to the family? Because then you can build a model. Imagine if you got in front of three families that were personalized for each one, then you can overlay. And now you've got a message that's right for big money donors, just like more trusted advisors. Because I guarantee you, there are trust attorneys who manage big oil money, you know, manufacturing, 
And then there's a different approach to the Gates organization, the Walmart family, et cetera, et cetera. But again, gatekeeper, money holder, check writer, and then the who team. So I'm going to check with you right now. When we began this conversation on a scale one to 10, where was your courage? And now just even having this level of conversation. Yeah, where is no, it now? this is really helpful. I just want to go do it now. Good, good. <laughs> so let's just talk about what's your next step having gone through this process. Well, I think it would be to take everything that I have and just sort of restructure it a little bit mm -hmm. and then just shoot a video with it. Yeah. I think just get in front of like that little green screen with our logo behind it and then shoot something and send it to them. And my friend who introduced us is more than willing to be on that conversation. Which is great. So right. here's something, I'm going to give you one more story. Very relevant. And this is how you can super accelerate this. So I was on with a check writer in the legal space, okay? Big, big, well-known attorney in the Los Angeles area. He and I had a conversation like this, big vision. And again, I usually ask the question, I ask the Dan Sullivan question, ask the, how can I make this an 11 on a scale of one to 10? And then I go through the DOS conversation. That's what Dan calls it, the dangers, the opportunities, and the strengths. We didn't really have to do that today. We shortcutted it. But after that, I said, okay, so what's next? And he said, well, I got to talk to my partners. I said, tell you what, what if I start recording from here on and I will share all the information your partners need to know. And I just said, what's going to be important to them? What are their values? Boom, 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 five or six of them. So inside of Zoom, I clicked the broadcast to YouTube button, which I did an unlisted video. I clicked, I started, I go, I had him open up, hi, partners, this is Mike Koenigs, he's this da-da-da-da, telling the story that I knew whatever his intro is going to be the right intro. So describe me in the language they will understand as far as what you understand I do. And then I said, thank you. I'll call him Josh. Thank you, Josh. Hi, team. And I looked right at the camera. Here's what Josh and I just talked about. Boom, 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 boom. Here's how it starts. Here's how long it takes. Here's what the process is like. Here's everything you get. Here's the things that you have to do. Here's what I'm going to do for you. And this is what it'll cost. And I said, Josh, is there anything else we need to add? And he goes, nope, you covered it perfectly. Boom, stop. So I could grab the link. It's already on YouTube, already uploaded, already done. The whole video is seven minutes long. Shared it right to his text. And now all I'm waiting for is for him to just show it to his partners. And then it's a yes. So never wait. And always just figure out, like, who's the individual? I make every video as though there's an audience of one in mind, but the next level of decision maker, check writer, so it's referable, and you never depend on someone else's storytelling ability to do yours. So how does that relate to... How this relates to you is just imagine you have the conversation with the trust attorney, the trusted advisor. And as soon as you're done assembling things, because you could show your screen with them on a Zoom, for example, and maybe have your slides prepared enough and say, if I can show you what do you think is going to be important, and you can either in Keynote or in PowerPoint, you can share or unshare a slide. You'll say, okay, don't share this, show this, change the order, change this around. Okay, this one, this one, this one. Okay, we've got 10 slides total. And then you say, is it okay with you? If we just make a quick video that you can share with them right now with you and me on at the same time, he'll be like, sure. So you start recording in Zoom, share your screen when it's appropriate, but set it up so you've got your, they call it gallery view, so you can see you and him at the same time. He'd open up and he'd say, hey, this is Vivian Glick. I want to introduce you because she has a major vision. I think she would be a perfect recipient of an investment and blah, blah, blah. So Vivian, tell your story. You'd go into the same thing. Here's what Just Like My Child is. Here's what we've done. Proof, proof, proof. Here's what we need. Here's what we're prepared to do. Here are the people that I want to put on. Here are the people I'm already talking to. This is our dream who list, our talent, our celebrities who we want to reach out to, who we're already connected to. And then I welcome a conversation, either a Zoom, if you want to do a Zoom, or a flight from San Diego to San Francisco is simple and easy. We can be six feet apart. 
I'll wear my face panty. You can wear your face panty. There's a big blue jay right next to us. We have an audience of one, high audience of one. And, oh, he must have been offended. He had to go Andy. ransack somebody's nest. Yes. Yeah, we talked about what blue jays do. Apparently, they, if my date is right, I didn't Wikipedia it. I but, did see one of them, like, splashing around in a little nest. And I okay. was like, what are you doing there? Apparently, blue jays lay their eggs in other birds' nests. And, there are a uh, lot of them up here. Yeah, there are well. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that sounds that great. Feel? Good. Okay. So we can talk about this and brainstorm a little bit more on the way home about what this will look like. And you've got your laptop and we've got a two and a half hour drive from here to San Diego. We could probably have the whole framework done by the time we get home. Great. 25 million later, honey. Will you be on the call with me when I call him? Yeah. Oh, I'd love to. First of all, I'm excited about this because I can visualize the whole app. I think the Thank impact. Goodness, someone can. Oh, my God. This is a true life-saving, life-changing game changer. And imagine having a tool that delivers content, safety, data, elevates. There's another J. Beautiful. Wow. Elevates the people. It's real-time reporting. Check-ins. You can have girls who share and they meet. They're just doing it all through their phone or their tablet. I saw Walmart just started selling high-quality tablets for 100 bucks. The devices aren't the issue anymore. Bandwidth isn't the issue anymore. Worldwide, I mean, you know what it's like. We Not long ago, Africa, the chief had the cell phone. Now kids have smartphones. They're walking around. It's The world got flat when we blinked. Yeah. Well, and I think that the real magic is in the entertainment and it value of yes. it. And that that's where I just really envision having unbelievable talent and... Well, this would be where a Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat founder fund might be good because they could be potential advisors too. There may be a way to bridge and turn the world around from, let's just face it, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat. And Google. They're evil. I hate them. Snapchat. Insta evil. Insta idiot. Yeah. yeah. But you can change and transform the world one girl at a time. Look at that. Great hook, honey. It wasn't mine. It wasn't mine. It's hers. <laughs> so is there anything else you'd like to say or any other thing you'd like to do to summarize this? No, it seems like I got what I wanted because, like I said, I need a partner in this. And mm -hmm. I think it would be so much fun to do this together. Me too. Well, here's to another great adventure together. Let's do cheers. We'll do microphone cheers. Cheers. Ching, ching. Cheers to you. We could kiss too. Oh, we can. There we go. All right. So here's what I would like for you as a viewer and a listener is this is what I do. This is what I love to do. I love reinventing and reimagining more than anything in the world. And it's part of what motivated Dan and I to create this podcast together in the first place. So if you've got a spouse and you'd like to maybe get to a new level in your own relationship, maybe there's something you can learn from how we frame this because I think it's important that you craft a container in a space where you can actually advise each other by using a system and a process. This is a huge vocabulary that I use today, which comes from the world of Strategic Coach. So this is a shameless plug to join Strategic Coach. It's a game changer, life changer. From your perspective, how has it affected our marriage, do you think? Me being in Strategic Coach and seeing these tools and quality of our life. I think it has been great for you to have a really a very specific toolbox so that it helps you to work with people and advise them very specifically. And I can see how your skill set in being able to do that and in helping people narrow down their focus mm -hmm. has really developed because you have so many ideas sometimes. It can be a little bit like drinking from a fire hose. A fire hose, yes. So I think your ability to help people focus instead of just sort of thrash about going, that's a good idea, that's a good idea, that's a good idea, is really come a long way. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So here's the shameless plug for me is if you've enjoyed this and you'd like to have an experience like this in your own business or life, 
You can learn more. There's actually an application on my website. It's paidforlife.com slash apply. You can learn more there. There's also videos on my social channels and I'll make sure they're in the show notes. So a direct link to see some videos about what it's like to work together. So that's my shameless marketing plug of the day. Is that all right? Yeah. And if you're interested in transforming the world one girl at a time, go check out justlikemychild.org or send me a message directly at info at justlikemychild or through our contact form. Because I know that there are a lot of people out there who are looking to make a difference. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe you're a right fit who to participate in this. Maybe you're a trust attorney who is connected with wealthy individuals who would love to participate in a vision like this. Maybe you're one of those individuals who says, and look at that nice big lizard who's he's coming over to say lizard. hi. I hope he's not look coming at, to he's, bite me. No, he just came over to say hi. Oh, he's God, a he's, he's a massive. He's a big one. So we're out here with the critters. <laughs> but back to you. Maybe you're one of those individuals with one of those funds, and you're like, twenty five million is a drop in the bucket. I want to change some worlds and get to it before the big San Francisco. Silicon Valley money <laughs> divvies in. And all you got to do is just send a message to, to Vivian or to me. You can leave a message on the podcast as well. So this is the last podcast I ever do without water. Oh, I have some water around <laughs> oh, the corner. Oh, why didn't I ask? All right. Well, for you, I hope you enjoyed this as much as I have. Did you enjoy this? Too? Yeah, no, I think this is really helpful because I do think that this is a time where, you know, without having a sounding board, and without having the means to really go out and try things because we've been shut down, it's something that everyone can use. Everyone can. This is the thing. You are one story away from changing a life, making as much money as you can possibly imagine, completely reinventing yourself, your business, your perception of who you think you are and your own value. That is something I truly, truly believe. And... Crafting a story is a matter of really digging in and being empathic and compassionate and really feeling another individual and being able to inhabit multiple mindsets, even conflicting mindsets simultaneously. Like diplomacy. Yeah. Whatever happened to that? Whatever happened, whatever happened to, to the good old days? Where people All right. looked at each other's points of view. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Well, this is Capability Amplifier. My name is Mike Koenigs. I'm Vivian Glick. We're married. <laughs> we love spending some time with you, and we hope you enjoyed this opportunity to spend time with us as well. So long. Will you head over to iTunes right now to rate the Capability Amplifier show? Every rating and review helps spread the message and create more empowered entrepreneurs like you. And if you've already done that, please share this episode with a friend who you know can benefit from Capability Amplifier. And if you have any questions or suggestions, head over to capabilityamplifier.com. There you can leave us an audio message and Dan and I listen to every single one of them. Thanks again for listening. And we'll see you soon.